Hello, everyone. This is episode 12 of Artist Soapbox. Hello, and welcome to Artist Soapbox, a podcast featuring artists from the Triangle region of North Carolina talking about their work, their plans, their manifestos. I am Tamara Kassane. Hello, soapboxers. Today's episode is a little unusual. It's a quickie. I have a few quickie episodes planned for Artist Soapbox to talk about what's planned for 2018, some of the themes that are emerging as I'm talking to podcast guests, and this one, when I answer the question, why did I start Artist Soapbox? And here's the story. Now, I know I've mentioned before that earlier this year, I acted in a play titled Bright Half-Life at Man Bites Dog Theater in Durham. It's true that every experience I've had as an actor has had a sizable impact on my craft, my understanding of myself, and the wider world. But for me, Bright Half-Life was an opportunity to prove to myself that I could undertake a large role and do it, even given the restrictions that I have around me right now with my family commitments. I could do it, I could do it well, and I could enjoy the heck out of it. If I planned well in advance, worked hard, communicated well with the people in my household, and if I wasn't afraid to show up 100%. It was still hard, but I did it. There's a whole other conversation about the ways we can arrange our lives to accommodate our art, and vice versa, and how I did that for that project and other projects, but suffice it to say, I feel really good about the effort that I made and what I learned personally and professionally. I made strides. Thank you so much, Jules Odendahl-James, for casting me. During the run of that show, and the reason for me telling this story, the podcast was born during Bright Half-Life, although I didn't know it at the time. After one of the performances, I was talking with someone and he was saying all of these really encouraging things about the show. He was super perceptive and thoughtful. And then he said... The set design is so great. I mean, she's so talented. She should be in London or New York. The set designer, by the way, is Sonia Drum, and she is so great, and she is so talented, talented enough to do her work anywhere and be appreciated and praised. I love her design. But when he said that, she's so talented, she should be in London or New York. My heart just broke a little, and I said, Well, yeah, but I'm really glad she's here. And I thought, Oh, we're not in London or New York. Does that mean we can't have nice things? We can't have great art and art makers here? And I mulled on that for months because I live here, and I don't have plans to go anywhere. And there is great art happening here, and that will continue to happen here. And I want to have nice things. I want to have great, transformative art in my life, and I want to make it. Now, the Triangle area is not London or New York or Boston or all those great big cities. It's true that we live in an area that doesn't provide salaries for many full-time working artists. Most of the art makers are what I call side hustlers, meaning 
they are working other non-art-related full-time jobs or several part-time jobs and freelancing, and then making art in their after-hours. That divided focus has an impact on our ability to fully manifest the art that we want to make, sure. Almost all the art makers I know are working within restrictions related to time and space and money. And that really has an impact on the art that we make in lots of different ways. However, artists here are creating remarkable work and are spilling over with the urge to make more, to collaborate with artists and non-artists across multiple disciplines, and many of them are doing that. The artists in the Triangle area of North Carolina are artists with a capital A. We do have nice things here. We are capable of generating more work and better work. We have the capacity to transform each other and the community we live in and do it with style. If we keep the conversation going. If we talk about what we need and what we aspire to and mull about what it will take to get there. If we share about the work that we are already making and the resources that we have to offer. If we give folks the story behind what we do sequestered in our rehearsal spaces or at our kitchen tables with our computers or in the studio so they don't have to recreate the wheel, creatively speaking, when they are sequestered in rehearsal or at their kitchen table or in the studio. So Artist Soapbox is a platform to make all of that happen. That's why I created it. And I'm still building it. I'm letting it and you show me what it will be, what it can be. Right now, what I know is that conversation is good medicine in these challenging times. It's been a heck of a year, friends. We need to lean on each other, share with each other, and learn from each other. So let's keep the conversations going. Let's learn about one another and discover ways that we can work together. Let's share stories and what is meaningful to us. Let's take the time to listen and leverage the wealth of knowledge and creativity that is already flowing here. Let's get on our soapboxes. Let's say something. Let's make art. Share your thoughts by emailing me at artistsoapbox at gmail.com. Share an episode with a friend. We have several podcast episodes coming up that are really great with interesting guests, so I hope you'll give those a listen too. But most importantly, have some meaningful conversations and make some art. Artist Soapbox is a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, please go over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash artist soapbox. That's the story of the soapbox. And I'm out. <laughs>